welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. Lionsgate 2022. All right, Lionsgate is officially on the 8th of August, right? That's the peak of it. But don't stress if you're not listening to this on the 8th of August. It it's it's a portal. So it's it's like any other kind of astrological or energetic event. It's it's a period of time that lasts over days. I talk more about that in the episode. It's also an interesting Lionsgate in that this is a really, really fated moment in time. It's a very, very destined moment in time. I'm super excited to share with you the astrological events that are flavoring this particular Lionsgate. I'm also super excited to share with you kind of the step-by-step way to get up to the energy that's available in Lionsgate, how we can shift our consciousness, how we can shift our awareness to resonate with this particular flavor of energy. Um, My team, the rewilding team, they always watch each episode before it comes out. They kind of help to write podcast descriptions and things like that. And everyone on the team was like, uh, Sabrina, I don't know what that was, but that was intense. And that was such a transmission and that has shifted things for me and influenced things for me. So, um, my hope is that it does the same for you is that it touches you in, in a similar way that it did to the team of just being extremely useful. Um, yeah, eye opening, mind opening, (laughs) body opening, soul opening, destiny opening, yeah, uh, I will leave you. I will leave you on that note. Um, also, no wait, I'll leave you on this note. We just released a new program today. Yep, brand new, hot off the presses. This has never been out in the world before. It was created a few months back, and it hasn't been the right time to release it until now. I'll talk more about that in the episode, and you can find that in the show notes below too. All right, with so much love, enjoy this episode. Let's go into Lionsgate 2022. I have a confession around this that I want to admit to you before we go into the energetics, into the practices that you can go into, the meditations, the rituals, the kind of ceremonies, and also into what else is weaving into Lionsgate. So I'll cover all of that. But first, the confession. (laughs) Lionsgate was hard for me to get into this year. It was hard hard for me to like turn the dial and focus on that particular energy this year and talking with a couple of others they've noticed similar things so i'm sharing that up front because this particular lion's gate lion's gate is oftentimes felt between july 26th and about august 12th they say or celebrate the peak of it around August 8th. Well, on August 8th, um, people like the 8 8 uh, and the numerology that goes with that. Uh, I'm all for it. I love it. I don't know that it necessarily lines up perfectly on the 8th this year. I think it might line up on the 7th, uh, but we could totally celebrate it uh, this whole time. It's a, it's a portal and it's more than just one day or one minute or the peak of it. So, that said, I want to share this 
this this interesting dynamic of Lionsgate this year. Last year, Lionsgate 2021, there's a video on it that we did. If you want to check that out, it might really help you to dive into this Lionsgate energy. But last year, it was really easy to access Lionsgate given the other astrological lineups that were happening at the time. This year, it's almost like we have to weed through a bunch of stuff in order to really get attuned to this real high voltage, high vibrational, um, otherworldly, sometimes it feels otherworldly, um, way beyond the 3D physicality, beyond the kind of five senses, to, to access this crazy beautiful high vibrating voltage um, it's always there so let's just be real about this just like the moon is always there the sun is always there this energy the star series is always there it's just that this moment in time it's more intense it's easier for us to access it's influencing us more just like when the moon is full it's influencing us in different ways than when the moon is dark when it's a dark moon right so i <laughs> um, i have a few theories around this and i'm going to share those with you for you to feel into for yourself, for you to feel into if it helps you to access this energy. But before I go into those theories and ways that we can weave this like current, almost like heaviness, I don't know how it's feeling for you, but if you feel like sharing in the comments, I always read the comments the first couple days after a video comes out. And if you wanna share what things feel like for you, maybe it's high vibrational, maybe it's really hopeful, maybe you're, you're just flying high, but maybe you're feeling into some of the density in this moment in time or the heaviness, or I know safety and security is getting kicked up for a lot of us. And so I would love to just hear if you feel to share, if you feel to share what things are feeling like for you. Hopefully, no matter what things are feeling like for you, I'm gonna be able to give you a way through a variety of different doorways in this conversation, give you a way, kind of your unique way, that'll take you in. That'll take you in because there's, there's a lot on offer in Alliancegate, especially this Alliancegate, if we can move out of the density, out of the heaviness, out of the daily mundane level, consciousness that we're typically in. Actually, I think this is our doorway in. I'd love to talk about states of consciousness, very simply to give us a framework to get into this lion's gate energy. So here's how I'd like to do it. This is a framework that many people ask me. Sabrina, tell me where do the archetypes fit in to uh, the state of consciousness that I go to when I do psychedelics? Sabrina, what is the Venusian Aphrodite archetype as opposed to the Parvati archetype? How does that fit in with the divine feminine or the goddess or with Shakti 
as a whole, how does that then weave into the divine masculine? What's above that? Is there a state of consciousness above these god, goddess archetypes? Where the hell does Sirius sit on this thing? Sirius is what I'm referring to as Lion's Gate. Where does that sit? Where does North Node? I know we've been talking about that a ton in the past videos. By the way, the last New Moon video is a really great one to check out in conjunction with this conversation. You can find links above and links below um, for the last Lunation astrology video. It talks about um, the, the North Node Uranus Mars Kali conjunction, which is still very active and it's very much weaving into this lion's gate. So let's dive into this a little bit and let's do it from the states of consciousness. This is very rough. And if we were to have a conversation in say, I don't know, mystery school, it might be very different. So you've maybe heard me give this, um, these sort of different states of consciousness in a different way. I don't hold tight to them. I use this as a framework. There might be many more states of consciousness. We could go less states of consciousness, but this is just a stepping stone or stepping stones to, to get us into this lion's gate energy. Okay. So waking consciousness, it's, it's just me, my, my, my daily life, my, my brain kind of moving at the whatever wavelength it's kind of moving at. If I were to move up a level, I would be able to get into, now there's a couple levels in between here and lower archetypal realm, but we're just gonna use these for now. If I were to move up and I were to start feeling into astrological points like the sun, the moon, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Uranus, if I were to start to feel into those, they would be considered in the lower archetypal realm. Now this is not where Lionsgate energy sits. And this is what part of why this lion's gate can be a little more multi-layered or a little bit more complex or a little bit harder to access the grace. Let's just consider lion's gate as a grace bomb. I mean, it is like the wind beneath your wings, a, um, an altered state of consciousness that just brings you into bliss. But it's not that you necessarily have to um, have to do like a deep dive weekend journey to get there. It's just that you're almost like floating on air and it's this really high level of love. This really high level of love comes with this lion's gate energy. It's the, it's a capacity to um, like uh, raise our own vibrations, raise our own states of consciousness, our own uh, level of, of love. <laughs> if you like to put it that way. Um, and it's, it's really, really beautiful, but there's a lot happening in this lower archetypal realm. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Um, again, you can find more in the new moon video that we did just prior to this. That's a way to feel into that lower archetypal realm. So if we were to go lower archetypal realm, then there's an upper archetypal realm. So in the upper archetypal realm, these are like archetypes, but they hold more juice. They're, they're of a higher vibration. So if you were to, let's say, go from um, Mars uh, as a lower vibration and you wanted to raise up to an, let's say Mars is a masculine archetypal energy, which it is considered that in these frameworks. Mars is a masculine archetypal energy. 
Then you want to go up a vibration. You want to take kind of that same vein and you want to go to like the higher octave of that. And you want to go into an upper archetypal expression of, of that. You would go into, um, I want to say like, uh, I'm just, I'm just going to use this, uh, for a reference because it's what's coming through like Shaolin warrior. Right? So you can still keep the warrior essence, but you move it up to be a very, very high level spiritual warrior, right? You, you move it up that way. In there also sits um, like Christ. Again, I can feel the brains starting to go like, wait a minute, this is not where Jesus sits. I am not disagreeing with you. I am really just giving us a way to feel into higher and higher octaves of energy so that we can get to this serious energy, this lion's gate energy. So if we were to move up, up here sits energies like Christ light, right? These very high voltage. Um, if we were to look on the flip side, it would be energies like I feel Isis, the Egyptian goddess Isis at this high, they start to get a little bit less human-like, even though I know like Jesus was very human-like in the myths and the stories and um, the, we can even say the history. I don't, I'm not arguing this with anyone. Um, we're just playing, we're just playing. It's almost like I can go anywhere with any of the archetypes, except when I get to Jesus, then it's just like, <laughs> and I respect that. I totally, totally respect that. Um, so when we are up here in like Egyptian goddess Isis, or we're up here in Christ, let's just call it the Christ light so we don't have to get too stuck in the Jesus thing. The Christ light, right? Or um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling into like there's a thread of Mary Magdalene that's up here, but I would put Mary Magdalene in the lower archetypal realm, but it's like, um, like up here, when you move up a level, if you're still in the Mary Magdalene thread, but you come up a level to a higher vibration of Mary Magdalene, it would be like the, like the Rose Order, uh, the Sophia Codes, the, it starts to get less human, like the humanity starts to disappear. So it's not, Mary Magdalene as a whore and as a person and as Jesus's lover, right? It's, it's up a level. And so it gets a little bit less human. And so some of the like stickiness starts to disappear. Some of the hooks, right? The, <laughs> I'm giggling because I've been picking on the Jesus hooks. I, I, I just, you can blow me up in the comments, right? You could tell me you're never gonna watch another video. I totally respect that. But as we get higher, the, um, th the things start to fall away. There's words I wanna use here. The dogma starts to fall away. The need to be right starts to fall away. The of my tradition starts to fall away. And it just starts to become this essence. So here, above that upper archetypal realm, you move into the essences. 
you move into the essences. Now the essences, the essences have no attachments. Typically there's not really a myth behind them. It's, it's, um, let me feel for how I can find some words for this. Um, it starts to become like, um, we'll all experience it differently when we start to move into these states of consciousness or we start to attune to this level of vibration. Here's what I think is wild and interesting to me. I think we talk about Lionsgate a lot and we want to access this serious energy. We want to access some of these really high vibrational energies, but we really only ever talk about them. And the talking about them, it's not them. It's, it's, it's not them. It's, we're not, the mind can't go there. It's like Teresa of Avila, right? She's like, the mind can't go there. There's another part of me that is what accesses these higher states, these higher levels. It's like, it's my spiritual self, my soul self that accesses these places. And that to me is what's required for this lion's gate. That to me is what will get us into this lion's gate is, and, and also heart, a lot of heart, but it's like high heart. It's not like um, the, the heart in me that loves my dog, who's over there snoring in the corner, by the way. Um, so if you're hearing little dog snores, it's him. <laughs> but um, it's not that heart. It's, it's a greater heart. That is a doorway to this lion's gate is this real high vibrational love without conditions. It's spiritual love, it's God love, right? It's Shakti love, it's Shiva love, like it's high love. It's not with our little human, um, I love you if, or I can't keep my heart open because I'm a little bit offended. It is way bigger than that and way higher than that. Can you start to feel the grace that's here in this lion's gate? But can you also feel that it's not necessarily the easiest energy to access at this point? So let's talk a little bit more about what else is going on. So the other things that are going on in the astrology right now that are definitely flavoring this, right? So if this portal is like, it gives us this capacity and feel into this. Here's a good practice. You just feel into this and it's, you can do this in an embodied way. You can use your, your visualization. You can use your body, like even like your hands, movement, sound, breath, all of the rewilding tools. And you, you can literally like reach up and you feel, you feel for this very high vibrational. Um, it's very light. Um, it's, it's almost like, to me, it feels like wispy. It's like wispy, it's very light, it's very high vibrational. And you feel for it, and you literally like use your hands or your visualization or kind of your mind or your energetic intention, and you just kind of like, like you're parting the seas. <laughs> you're parting the clouds. You're parting all of the denser energy 
the lower archetypes that are loud right now, the upper archetypes that are loud right now, and you're moving up into this like level of like essences, right? This very high vibration. And so you just, you keep going, you keep going, you keep going, you keep parting the clouds, par parting the seas, you're just, you're parting the dense energy and you're going up, 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 up. And then when you get there, you'll know you're there because it's a sense of peace. It's a sense of absolute peace. Like there's nothing to do. There's nothing to accomplish. There's nothing other than love and peace and bliss and joy and goodness and everything's already here. Everything's already done. Everything's already perfect. That's, that's this lion's gate, right? I mean, we don't talk about it. We're like, let's use it to manifest. <laughs> okay, well, what if? What it is that it's asking us to manifest is just love in our beings. It's just peace in our beings. It's like, this is going to sound so lame and so cliche, but what if it's asking us to just manifest peace and, and love out of the world, right? Like, why is it that we are still taking our little ego that wants to get something, that wants to use this energy, manipulate it into an egoical desire? An egoical, well, I want a Porsche. I'm going to open up the lion's gate, bring down the magic manifesting powers, weave it into my heart somehow, put a Porsche on my vision board, send some magical lion's gate serious juju right at it, and then the Porsche is going to show up in my driveway. I feel like... Let me feel what I feel like. I want to try to get this this really right, like the deepest truth I can feel. I feel like our souls just laugh at that. Like our true self just kind of laughs at false self. And our true self, our soul self is just kind of like, oh, you silly Sabrina, always wanting your Porsche. Like that's not what we're here for. Like we are here to experience this in a soulful way. We are here. It's like what this lion's gate and this whole moment in time, right? Because we still have the Uranus North node, Mars colleague conjunction going on that. It's like straight up destiny that that's adding to this. Um, there's another really great part of giggling because it's really fun. It's happening in the lower archetypal realm and in the shadow realm, which is great. Uh, and just glorious and beautiful. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But this, this, it, like, it, it just let's just take a moment. Here's another really good practice during this Lion's Gate um, <laughs> window. And to feel into two parts of self. One part of self that is soul self, right? Like true self, soul self. It's like the spiritual you that dropped into a body and is having this human experience. High self, like high self spirit, soul self embodied. And you feel into that and you go, okay, cool. Like, what do you want to do? <laughs> My soul is like, I just want to serve. <laughs> Like that's really what happens when I feel in that. Like, I just want to, I just want to serve. I just want to like love the world. I just want to pour, pour goodness out into the world. I want to just create for the sake of creating. I want, I want to like, 
yeah, I want to give love, receive love, create love. I want to, I want to just really fully experience this humanity that I get to in this lifetime. Like I really just, I want to like live um, fully and just like drink it all in. That's, that's for my soul self is what, is what happens, right? And this is where I feel like the clouds just part for you. The lion's gate is just like, Ooh, let me grace you, right? Like, let me grace you in ways that help you to come to this place of just peace, of, of just like love, of soul, soul truth, soul expression, soul fucking goodness, right? Then, all right, so you feel for you, like that's a great practice to do. I don't know how many practices we're on now. Maybe that's two or three so far, but I'll give you a bunch more before we end, so hang tight. Then shift over to feel into... Um, it's really hard to come down. <laughs> um, to come back down from soul self and to shift into um, little, little Sabrina, right? Like little self, ego self. Um, and then if I were to feel into like, okay... What is my like ego self? <laughs> and then my ego self starts to go like, oh my God, the taxes in California are so high. Um, fuck. Um, I would really like to manifest a way that uh, I don't have to pay these ridiculous taxes in California. Oh my gosh. Um, do I sell the California um, retreat, rewilding retreat space, which I just bought, by the way, all of these things are totally true. Um, do I, do I sell that? Uh, have I made the wrong move, right? It gets very logical, very rational, very reasonable. Um, it goes into safety security. It goes into safety security. It goes into e e very egoical things, very egoical things, which I am not poo-pooing those at all, right? Like for me to be able to be conscious of those things helps me to make good decisions. It's not either or it's both and it's both soul self and my human self and my little self it's giving them both a voice right i don't want to spiritually bypass my human experience and the things that i'm i'm contemplating on a daily basis but for lion's gate for connecting into this energy it is soul fire it is soul juice it is the soul that gets us there it is the soul that opens the portal it is the soul that receives the goodness and then the soul just feel into this open that portal receive the goodness into the soul we just open up to soul side and false egoical little self side receive that into the soul side receive it into the like receive the gifts into the soul side because that's who's receiving it that's who's able to go there, open the portal, tap into it, come into attunement with it so that we can even begin to sense it and invite it in, right? It's high level grace filled energy and it's glorious. It's beautiful. It's spiritual awakening. Um, it is manifesting capacities, but not manipulative from the ego side. We'll never even touch it. We, won't, we can't touch that from our ego side, from our little false self. There's no way, right? But we can open that portal. We can bring it in through the soul. We bring it in through the soul. Now, where the hell is your soul sitting at? Is it like hovering above you? Is it standing beside you? Are you disconnected from your soul? 
because unless the soul is embodied to a degree, it can never grace the ego. It can't grace or ground, right? It can't ground the energy into your humanity. So check on that, feel into that, like, okay, like, fuck, where is my soul? Just ask, right? We, we have an intuitive awareness of this, like, wow, I'm actually disembodied. Like, my, my soul is fucking over my right shoulder. Like, th this is why shamanic traditions do soul retrievals. This is why deep soul work is so powerful. It's because we're, then once we have our soul in our body and able to touch our personality, our, our health, our minds, our heart, our emotions, right? Once the soul essence is embodied to a degree, we get to then bring in high vibrational energies like Lionsgate and many others, right? But we get to bring it in and then we get to allow it to permeate. That's how we work with this. You allow it to permeate. For me, what I just shared with you, which was crazy vulnerable and weird that I went there, but whatever. It's like, let me allow it to permeate these thoughts. Let me allow it to permeate everything that's coming up for me in a transition from Colorado to California, right? Let me, let me, just let me, let me let this grace permeate. Just let it permeate, let it permeate. Let me be moved by it. That is a really good practice. That is a really good mantra for this moment in time is let me be moved by it. Let me be moved by, let my higher self, my high self spirit, my high self, my soul self, my true self, whatever words work for you, let my high self touch into Lionsgate, touch into this high voltage energy, and then let my high self bring it in and move me. Do you see how different that is? Do you see how that, that is the manifesting power of this Lionsgate. That is the manifesting capacities of here. Let me be moved by it. Because when we try to manipulate it to get what our little ego wants or our little egoical desires, it's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. Like our soul's laughing, you know, the serious, this, the energy of star of Sirius is just laughing. Like it's just, it's just laughing. I mean, we can, we can play with that, but there's no juice behind it. There's no juice. It's just, it's like posting the Porsche picture on the vision board, not putting any juice behind it. It's okay. The Porsche is on a picture in your kitchen for 25 years and it never comes. Okay. Well, yeah, there's no juice. It's not true. It's not true. You, <laughs> all right. Oh, I love picking up vision boards. I think they're fucking great. And we just have to, we just have to enliven them. We just have to bring them into alignment. Um, okay. So I know I wanted to talk about and, and share with you here. I will. Um, let me just feel for a quick second. Uh, <laughs> there's like two different paths I could take in this moment. Okay, let's go here. Um, let's talk about some of these lower archetypal energies at play right now on Lionsgate, like happening in this moment in time, peaking on the eighth. Uh, maybe not all of them are peaking on the eighth, but all of them are very, very loud on the eighth and definitely loud during this window of Lionsgate time between the 26th to about the 12th, 26th of July to about the 12th of August. And 
One that's really loud that I've already talked about and there's other videos that you can watch. So I did a whole video specific to this. It's also in that last new moon video, which again, links above, links below. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, links in the show notes below. But um, is this Uranus North Node Kali Mars conjunction. Um, that's, that's adding, it's adding to uh, to soul growth. <laughs> we don't get to get away from the soul stuff. We just don't. This is not a time uh, for us to be in like lower desires. L not that lower desires are worse, right? It's just not a time for it. Everything is soul desires, soul truths, soul purposes, soul callings, soul alignment. Everything is to that high vibration to that high vibration and find the things, find the places, find the groups, find the spaces where you can access that energy, where you're held to a soul vibration. It is so powerful right now. I know some of you are in Bones, our membership. If you're not, that's an option. You can join. There's still this kind of two-part workshop where it's rewilding your destiny and we work straight up in that energy. That's still um, available through, I don't know, the next couple of weeks, through August, definitely through this Lionsgate portal. So you find links below and links above for that. Um, our Facebook group, come in there. Like that's, we hold this soul space, not obviously to the degree with bones because we're actually like doing workshops together. We're live online every single month going into that space. So it's a little bit different, but it's an option, right? But feel for you, what is it that supports my soul? <laughs> what is it? Who is it? What spaces, what groups, what books, what videos, what podcasts supports my soul? It's soul. It's all, it's all soul. It's soul right now. Okay, so that's one that's influencing this Lionsgate. So just know that all of that's happening in these really high levels, right above the lower archer temple realms. But as it comes in, it's influencing. It, it's not either or, it's all of it. All of it's influencing. So this is flavoring this particular Lionsgate. Something else that's flavoring this particular Lionsgate is Mars squaring Saturn perfectly on the eighth, right? Perfectly as this Lionsgate peaks. Mars squaring Saturn, what the heck does that mean? Again, you don't have to know anything about astrology, but it's two masculine forces facing off. Two masculine forces facing off. One is a warrior that just wants to get shit done. Can kind of sometimes be immature, will fight. Um, don't get stuck on the immature part. Um, I'm only saying that as in opposition to Saturn, right? So this is like, the youthful energy, the passionate energy, a ton of like fire to move forward, want to get things done, want to move, right? That's Mars. It's beautiful energy. It's warrior, right? It's, it's warrior, especially when we can align it with the soul, <laughs> especially when we can get it on the side of the soul, like warrior for your soul. Then it's squaring Saturn, right? So Saturn, Saturn is father time, Lord of karma. He's like wise elder masculine energy wise elder we don't like saturn most of us don't like saturn i love saturn saturn is mr miyagi wax on wax off mars is like what you want me to wax on and wax off like why don't i just get to the karate match like why aren't you teaching me karate and saturn's like that's how you're going to master that's this is the road to mastery that's saturn saturn is mastery so it can feel like this go and then be pulled back. Um, go toward the destiny and then be pulled back. 
because we haven't, <laughs> I always like this line, um, we, we have to be like, the grapes have to be ground and stomped on, right? You have to grind the grapes to make fine wine. Grind the grapes to make fine wine. That's also Saturn. It's very Saturnian. And so it's like, yes, soul. And then Saturn's like, hold on a minute. Let me prepare you. You're not going anywhere because you're just not ready yet. So, but let me give you the things you need in order to prepare you. Getting these two dancing with each other is so powerful, right? Getting Mars to fall into respect and into line with Lord of Karma, Father Time with Mr. Miyagi. It's like literally respecting Gandalf, respecting Yoda, respecting, right? It's that, these are like classic, Karate Kid and Mr. Miyagi, like they are classic Saturn Mars. They're perfect, right? The young Jedi and Yoda, it's classic. Saturn is Yoda, young Jedi is Mars. But it's, and you can feel into what is right relationship between those two. Oh, okay. The youthful, the passionate, this is who moves things. This, like there's such beauty and grace in Mars. And then there's the wisdom in Saturn, the wisdom in Saturn. So that's one that's flavoring this lion's gate. And you can feel for you, this is something you can reflect on or journal on. Um, we'll have conversations in the Facebook group. I have a sense we'll have conversations in the Bones membership about this, um, but that's really loud during this Lionsgate. Um, final piece that I want to talk about, and then I want to give you some practices. So, so hang on, I know this is getting a little bit long, but there's just so much um, in this conversation. I hope it's serving. If it's serving, um, hit the like button. If you don't want to miss videos, you can subscribe and leave a comment. Um, they're really, really beautiful to read. So if this is serving, I would love to hear like what it's doing for you. You know, like, ah, Sabrina loved the long videos. Totally cool. Um, I was opening up to the portal. Um, can't necessarily feel the for portal, but totally feel Mars and Saturn. I would love to hear really and truly. Um, it, uh, it's like a gift back to me. And so if you feel to leave a comment, it would, it's very, very, very much appreciated. Okay, um, so this last piece, which is really important, it's really important. Um, uh, and then I'll talk about some practices really quick. We'll make this short, hopefully. On this lion's gate on the eighth, the peak of this, Venus is perfectly opposing Pluto. Perfectly opposing Pluto. Okay, again, we're working in this lower archetypal realm. So all of this is in play, right? And if we're gonna get to serious, go back and do that practice where it's soul self, move through, right, the clouds, move through the lower archetypal realms and up to this high vibration with soul, with soul self, call it in, bring it in, and then weave it over into all of you. Weave it into body, weave it into emotion, weave it into mental state, weave it into your physicality, right? Your physicality, your, your ego, your, your humanity, okay? But in this lower archetypal realm, this opposition between Venus and Pluto, what is this doing? When I talked earlier, I mentioned shadow realm. I said there's a transit happening with the shadow realm and it's beautiful and it's Pluto. Pluto is Lord of the underworld. So we talk about shadow work, um, Carl Jung's work in the shadow, in the unconscious, right? In the subconscious territory. 
these, <laughs> these huge forces in our being that really play a big part in our lives. They kind of puppeteer us around a lot until we make the unconscious conscious, right? We will be moved by these forces. So for instance, unconscious childhood patterns will move things in my relationships, my current present day relationships, right? My intimate relationship will be influenced by unconscious patterns from my childhood. Just a tiny little example, right? And it goes way further than that, but that's a tiny little example of that. So Pluto guards this territory. He's, he's God of this underworld. He, he um, the beautiful part about this archetypal energy, Pluto is when we get this relationship with Pluto, with Hades, we have this relationship, we start to, um, we start to receive, we're able to receive his gift of bringing the unconscious to the conscious, his gift of showing you, of, of, of literally shining a light, right? Here's why your relationships suck. Here's why sex is horrible for you. Here's why you can't last. I'm really on this relationship kick. I'll tell you why in a second. Um, here's why you keep repeating your mom's pattern or your dad's pattern. Here's why you keep feeling abandonment. Here's why you don't have healthy boundaries. Here's why you have codependent relationships, right? That's, that's Pluto. That, that's, that's a gift of Pluto when we work in that territory, right? It's like, we get to see these things. Sometimes they're not comfortable. Sometimes we don't want to see them. And so Pluto being opposite Venus, Venus, Aphrodite, love. If there was one archetype in astrology that represents relationship, it's Venus. That represents love, that represents intimacy, that represents our sensuality, that represents relationship, it's Venus. And her to be perfectly opposite the Lord of the underworld is like saying, here's what's in the shadow around relationship. Here's what's in the shadow around love. Here's what's in your shadows around healthy boundaries, around codependent patterns, around your capacity to, um, to open your heart, to receive love, to accept love, to give love, right? It's, it's all, all of this is coming up to the surface. And if we can open, open our eyes to it, be open to it, instead of the argument happens with our partner and we just sweep it under the carpet or we ignore it or we forget about it. Um, if we can go, oh, I just got triggered. What's here? Now is a time where we're going to be able to not just see what's there, but to do something about it, right? All of this grace. All of this grace is here, but the grace can't get in to the parts that we have tucked away behind the trap door in the basement. The parts that we will not bring our awareness to, the parts that we pretend aren't there. So pretending our relationship is great when it's not, doesn't let the grace in. There is so much grace right now, so much transformative juice, so much love, so much Syrian energy, so much destiny energy, right? There's so much capacity to move to the next level of relationships, the next level of love, the next level of life, the next level of your potential, your full expression, like things we can't even fathom. That's what's happening. We are literally being put, moved up, but 
we have to be able to open the lid. We have to be able to go, yeah, that's not working or yeah, I'm not, I'm not satisfied in my relationship. It's not, it's not meeting my needs. I'm, I don't feel seen. I don't feel like I'm connecting. I don't feel like this is deep enough. I don't feel like I can be the fullness of me in this. And when we can start to be honest and real about it and just take some time to go into that space, right? Even if it's just journaling or if it's talking to a friend or if it's just pausing when the trigger moment happens, because they're going to happen. Mars square Saturn, holy buckets, the masculine's got some stuff going on. The masculine in ourselves, in our world, in our in our other beings, our partners, our lovers, our friends, our families, right? It, that's tough. That's that's tough. It's tough. I know I talked about it in a way that it can be really grace-filled, but it is really tough. It can challenge purpose. It can challenge mission. It can challenge self-worth, being able to get things done. We can question ourselves and our abilities very much around purpose. That's masculine. Very much around purpose. Um, uh, and then Venus, who is the feminine side of this, and this is love. This is now challenging love, like love, love, the feminine connecting, loving, right? Relationships, the interconnectedness of the all of everything, the expression of life itself, right? Being totally challenged, like straight up challenged of here's where you're not alive. Here's where you're not. Um, Here's where you're not loving. Here's where you're not keeping your heart open. Here's where you're not being true to your own deepest, truest self. Here, here, here's where the thing that you want the most is intimate connection with someone else and you're pretending like you don't. You're pretending like it doesn't hurt. You're pretending like that relationship isn't hurting you. You're pretending like you're not longing. You're not longing for the masculine. You're pretending you're not longing for deep intimacy. You're pretending you're not longing. This is where Pluto is going, let's be honest. Because when we can be honest about what we're longing for, we can shift it. We can call in what we're longing for. But the, the denial of it in ourselves, the denial of that longing and of that wanting to call in, even if it's calling in communities or friendships or, or um, more supportive, more aligned spaces where we can be our wholeness, or if it's calling an intimate partner or intimacy in partnership, right? The more that we deny the truth and the longing for that, the more that we literally deny it. We're, we're, we're denying it. By denying the longing and the hurt, we're denying it. Really and truly, this is the gift of Pluto right now. This is, this is the gift of Pluto and part of the gift of Lionsgate. Is, is if we can go into that longing, right? And when it's true and soulful, this is where we can manifest from. This is where we can manifest from. Can you feel that? Can you feel, for some of us, like it is soul truth, soul truth to experience sacred sexuality in this lifetime. It is soul truth to experience sacred relationship, long, lifelong partnership. It is a soul truth for us. It is a soul truth for us, right? And so when we can open that door, call that in, be open to what our, our, our longings are. This is deep, it's very vulnerable. It's very vulnerable. Pluto doesn't let you get away with the surface level stuff. And the vulnerable stuff is the soul stuff. The vulnerable stuff is often the soul stuff, the hidden, right? The real deep, the ones that just rip you apart, rip you apart. That's the soul stuff. That's the stuff that counts. That's the big stuff, right? That's the big stuff. That's the stuff to listen to in this moment in time. I'm crazy excited um, 
for what's happening for you all, for what's happening in our community. I am also crazy excited um, that we're bringing out Rewilding Your Relationships today on Lionsgate. Um, this, let me feel, <laughs> um, this is a way to go into that territory, this kind of last piece that I spoke about, this territory around relationships, this territory around what is true and authentic and deep and what am I really longing for, right? What is my heart craving? What is my soul longing for in relationships, in intimate relationships, partner relationships, friend relationships, community relationships, family relationships? What is the newer and truer feeling into Lionsgate, right? Newer and truer, higher vibrational, next level relationships. What, what can I create? Not what did I create in the past? What did my parents create? What, what have I seen in the world? Like, what can we create now? Now with who we are now in this high state of high self being embodied and really, um, really creating from a place of, of, uh, of deep soulful truth of whole wholeness this place of wholeness, right? Coming into relationship from whole self and calling in whole self, right? <laughs> um, whew. That's exciting. Um, so you'll find details on that below. There's right now, just because it's the brand new release of it, it's $100 off, which is a lot. I don't know what the percentage is of that, um, but a lot. <laughs> I think it's maybe 25% off or something, maybe more than 25% off, I don't know. Um, but you can find the details for that below. There's a couple of videos on that sales page too, um, that event page, that program page, where it talks about rewilding your relationships. There's a couple videos there that you might just wanna check out. They're, they'll give you some juice and some ideas and some energy around the program. So even if you're like, not, I'm not, not totally into it, just go check out the videos on that page, they might. Um, there might be one video, there might be two, I don't know how many we'll end up putting on there, but, um, but there might be something there um, as a gift, like that might gift you or give you some ideas around things. Okay, let me end with a couple of practices. Um, let me feel for, um, for what else. Um, I really wanna highlight soulful spaces, um, soulful groups, um, soulful, you know, whatever it is for you that really holds the soul. So if there's a ritual or a ceremony or you get together um, <laughs> with your local witches <laughs> or your local sorcerers um, and you can hold that soul space, that's really powerful. Soulful conversations are really powerful. Um, let me feel for what else. Um, I just want to, I just want to weave in. Um, what is it that allows you to access higher vibrations? So, so what is it? Is it candles? Is it taking a bath? Is it, there are certain sacred spots on the earth that just vibrate at different places. I know for me, um, I'm finding all of them here in California, but I know when I was in Colorado, I had all kinds of different spots where, ah, oh, this was really high vibration. Ooh, this was really dark goddessy. And so maybe that's an option is different places. Like what's a sacred space, a sacred spot for you? Can you get there during this portal? Um, churches always just 
um, take me to my knees with the energy. It literally like opens up. Um, old, especially old churches in Europe. I just think they just crush me in the best way ever. Um, but for you, maybe it's it's temples. Maybe it's Buddhist temple. Maybe you create your own temple. Maybe it's a space outside. Maybe it is just lighting a candle. Maybe it is a bath. But feeling into what physical supports. So this North Nodes in Taurus, it's very physical, um, very embodied. So what can you do just in your physical world that will also help to kind of anchor in and ground in and possibly open up a door for more of that um, lion's gate serious energy to come in and be anchored into your being yeah i think i'll leave us with that i know i give many other practices you can always feel free to go back and watch a section where we kind of went in like open the portal and you can go into it as a meditation so go back to some of those spots in the video and just go, okay, I'm going to meditate. I'm actually going to just close my eyes. I'm going to feel, I'm going to open up my central channel. I'm going to open up my third eye. This is very third eye ish. So that's another practice you could do is just really opening third eye or third eye music or third eye meditations. Um, but you could go back to some of the different spots in this video and go, okay, third eye, I'm going to just like feel into a spirit is talking about this lion's gate energy, this serious energies. We're moving up, we're moving up, we're moving up, we're parting the clouds, we're parting the clouds, we're parting the clouds. And you can do that every day. Um, so here's a, I'll end on this little fun challenge. Do something every day from now, whatever day this is that you're watching, um, through the 12th. Maybe you're watching it on the 8th, you've got four days. Maybe you're watching it on the 12th. Maybe you're watching it on the 20th. Pick a number of days. Maybe you do it for four days. Every day for four days, I'm going to just tap into that energy, open up the portal, and call it in through my soul. Every day. And I'm just going to see what happens. Every day for a week. Um, yeah. However you end up celebrating Lionsgate, whether it's in rewilding your relationships with me, that's a four-week deep diving program. Um, the first two are really great activations. They're really good to do during Lionsgate. The first two, which you get on the first week, they're activations, they're awakenings, and they will really activate soul and self. They'll really open up um, Kundalini, Shakti, opening up life force within. You can weave that into Lionsgate. It's a really beautiful lineup for this portal to be open, the destiny line to be open, and to be doing those two activations. Those, those first two modules, they are straight up um, awakenings and activations, and they're really powerful right now during this North Node, Uranus conjunction, and the Lionsgate portal. So um, that's something I would recommend. Or if you end up doing something on your own or something maybe in Bones or something somewhere else, I just, I send you so much love. I just, I just send you so much love and this real hope um, that you um, get the most out of this moment in time. Yeah, that you just absorb the most out of this moment in time, embody the most amount of soul, um, really open up to as much potential, your own potential as you can in this moment in time. All right. <laughs> so much love to you. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mm -hmm.